Hello. Are you gonna intro us? Wow, really? <laughs> <laughs> We're starting. Hello and welcome back. Who's gonna intro to watch us? Watches the Watchers. Uh huh. This is Paul Damien here. This is Ian. This is Kenny. Awesome. What are we I, talking about? I introed us. Okay. <laughs> there uh-huh. we go. Um, we are talking about Attack the Block. <laughs> uh huh. It came out in 2011, and it was written and directed by Joe Cornish. Wonderful! You got it. I did it. And um, what's his name? John Boyega. Yes. Is the main character. Yeah. Um, He plays a character named Moses. Yeah, dude. And him and his friends are just the coolest kids on the block. Oh, yeah. There you go. You were just getting them (laughs) all right. But yeah, him and his friends are the coolest kids on the block in this movie. In the block. In the block. Hell yeah. Um, All all of the above. How did you guys... Another real quick, another yeah. notable actor in the movie is Jodie Whittaker, mm-hmm. who just recently finished her tenure as the Doctor from Doctor Who. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> the first female Doctor, Jodie Whittaker. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I don't really watch. Doctor I don't watch Doctor Who. Jodie Foster and but, Forrest Whitaker's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah, Attack the Block. We're talking about it. I'd never seen this movie before. I don't think any of us have. Yeah, right? n- yeah. The n- 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 yeah, and this is a movie I'd al- I'd always wanted to see, mm-hmm. and yeah. I just never fucking did. Um, good thing for us, it's on Prime Video, <laughs> so we were able to watch it. Oh, it's also on Hulu, right? Yeah, it's also on Hulu. Interesting. I, yeah, remember I actually started watching it on Hulu, and then I was like, I kind of want the cliff notes while I watch it. <laughs> so then I went and started watching it on Prime Video just to have that little uh, trivia. Yeah. So, uh, real quick question: Do you do you, you're gonna remember what you were about to say? Right? Yeah. Okay. Real quick question: So, does that is it constantly on screen whenever you have that trivia thing? No, you just no. tap the screen. Uh, yeah, it gives it's you like, information. Like per scene, you just tap the screen. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like if you're gonna go to pause it or something. When all the extra okay. crap pulls up and it pulls it up on the side, it'll tell you all the actors currently in the scene yeah. pretty accurately sometimes, and then like goofs or trivia, you know. Okay. So cool. it even does it like you know when I watch it. On my Xbox or something, which is cool. Um, I was just going to say, I remember this movie being like a big buzz when I was in college, you know, right around that time. It it had just come out. And I remember like the first Halloween I was up there. um, Everybody was like kind of hooting and hollering about this movie. And I was just like, I don't. I don't know what it is. Um, But I had several people like recommend it to me. And I don't know why. I just I think it was like. It's like you, how you kind of are. It's like I had so many of the wrong people be like, you need to watch this movie that I was <laughs> okay. like, I'm never – I put it on a shelf that it, it was yeah. never going to get taken down from. But I'm really glad we did because uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a ridiculous movie. Yeah. Um, but it's something that – it's good to have the trivia on mm-hmm. because you learn a lot of the production value – the production side of things when it came into this movie. And um, it's, those are the things I can always applaud for is when you get something that is – this good and entertaining to watch, but the amount of uh, work that went in to make it as genuine as yeah. it possibly could be on the on the limited budget that was kind of available. Did right. you guys have so. any like uh, idea of what the movie was going to be about before watching so it? So I, I I knew it was about hoodlums. Oh, okay. I see. I knew it was about aliens. Yeah, <laughs> it was about the extent of what I no, knew. No, yeah, and I knew it was about aliens. I knew it was about aliens attacking hoodlums, and so I wanted to talk about this mm-hmm. real quick because this movie has the air of something like gremlins or something where it's kind of like an accident or like a goofy idea Mm -hmm. and they kind of mentioned that in the movie okay yeah true um but it's also got like i I feel like this movie should have like this kind of cult following Mm -hmm. kind of like i think it does in a way okay well sure i I, i've never met anyone that's seen this movie sure Cult following. There you go, right there. <laughs> Once again, I almost feel like we're in the wrong circles of people who like True. adore this movie. And yeah. I have to imagine across the pond, it is like Bread quite and loved. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm sure More. it's like a, every Halloween you gotta watch. And butter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, right out the gate, um, when this movie started, I I loved it. Really, I loved everything about this movie. Um, I love the two little kids that aren't a part of the group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the group. What are they know? called? Props and Mayhem? Or uh, prob- props, props and Mayhem. Props. mayhem. <laughs> and I, I love when they finally get recognition as Props and Mayhem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, honestly, everything about this this movie was good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed everything. It, it wasn't even... We've watched a lot of movies recently where it's like... Like you will say, like you have to turn your brain off. Mm-hmm. This is one of the movies that you don't have to do that. You can think about things while you're watching it. Yeah. You know, it's really, it's a, it's a really interesting movie. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, no, was, it's, it's definitely cool. I mm-hmm. love how minimal 
it feels yes. while also doing a literal like alien invasion. Mm-hmm. Um, some things that seem like it's kind of comparable to, mm-hmm. which is interesting, is something like Shaun of the Dead, yeah. where it's a comedy, but it's also in quotes about something horrific, mm-hmm. um, which also, by the way, this episode is coming out the same week as Once in Future. So this is our second Nick Frost appearance this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Very true. Um, and then it's also kind of like, uh leprechaun in the hood (laughs) yeah really (laughs) where it's 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 like you don't imagine an alien invasion and you don't imagine these characters being the first ones you would go to for that idea absolutely you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so like leprechaun in the hood is obviously a parody of itself but this movie is so well done in in the vice versa that it's like Shaun of the Dead, but we're not following just a standard-ass white dude. We're following kids who are down on their luck. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Well, and see, that's where I think this movie shines, is um, its character design and it ha- and its ability to pay off with all of these characters. Because mm-hmm. uh, I got a little bit of Akira vibes in the sense of like having to follow along this kind of shitty group of kids mm-hmm. who right out the gate you don't totally want to root for. And they're in quotes, uh, bikers. But this movie does a great job. <laughs> oh, of, are of, they? Yeah. Considered bikers? Oh, yeah. I Pe- mean. Peddlers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I they, this movie does a great job of painting every single one of its characters a little bit of it in a shitty light. Even yeah. uh, what's her the girl they mug? What's the character's name? Jodie uh, Whittaker. Sam. Yeah, even yeah. Sam is kind of shitty in some ways. Yeah. Even Bruis is kind of shitty in some ways. Everybody's got like a negative characteristic that they manage to add to them. But I feel like every character also gets a beautiful payoff by the finale you're right we get probs and mayhem getting their like moment to shine um you know everybody down to uh dennis who's kind of shitty the whole movie you know once he it does come in his time you're still you still feel for him you know Mm -hmm. what i mean um it was something i was nervous when the movie started it was being like oof I, you're gonna, we're gonna have to care about these characters yeah. this whole time. I, I really hope they start acting a lot better somewhere along the line. And the thing is, they don't. Yeah, there's like a very gray area that they the reach. You know, they never totally start acting like you know. You don't get that moment where you're like, oh, they're just down, totally down on their luck. You know, you don't you, even when they're being like when they're like, oh, they're pretty nice guys. They're still kind of being shitty guys, you know. But just to their own extent of being like mm-hmm. having a good time, right? And that's such a perfect character design for these guys. Um, they're so real. You know, yeah. these are real dudes hanging mm-hmm. around the UK. I'm sure. You know, no, very true. Um, one thing that I mean, like like. Like you're talking about the characters in Shaun of the Dead when someone were to die and they're kind of like a shittier character like the guy with the glasses mm-hmm. or something like that it's funny we laugh at it right but a couple of the kids die in this movie and you're kind of like damn it they're really gonna kill these kids huh yeah I was like oh shit they're killing the kids <laughs> <laughs> like when the cops die you're like oh they were unnamed cops yeah um or when uh what is his name like uh tubs or something like that there's the guy oh, that's hanging out, out with hi-hat oh yes the guy that hangs out with hi-hat when he dies i'm just like yo that guy's really dead and i was like i guess that makes sense he was only really in this scene tonks tonks, tonks. <laughs> you so bad. But, and you feel bad for him yeah. though because yeah. you feel like he's being thrown into it against mm-hmm. his will he's not just some senseless goon being like oh yeah let me you know meander over and get murdered he's kind of <laughs> like damn it and what's about to happen to me right now so I think every single there's not a single character that was like poorly written yeah. in this movie, and that's like kind of oh, an amazing feat to have done. Mm-hmm. You know? Can I say a warning for those who haven't watched this movie and that are interested in watching this movie? Um, I checked does oh, the dog yes. dot com the instant fucking dennis's dog shows up on screen yeah. and it's like yeah the dog dies in the next scene yeah. no it literally made me laugh i don't think i'm ever gonna be able to watch an animal on a movie again without thinking about you and being like i wonder if this animal is gonna die yeah, yeah. i literally have to check every time because i think what it was that scarred us forever was um marley and devil me. all the time where the dog do you remember how the dog dies in the devil all uh-huh. the time do you remember this movie Trying it's to the netflix tom harland tom holland Oh, okay, uh, yeah. With Pat- yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert Pattinson. You remember okay, how the yes. dog dies? No, I don't. Oh. The dad sacrifices it? Is that what it the is? Do- yeah. The dad who is built, played by Bill, Bill Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Okay, he, he sacrifices it he to the... He crucifies it. Yeah, okay, that's <laughs> Holy what Holy shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, now I remember. I do remember that. <laughs> um. So that fucked us up forever. And so I have to check every time. And like... I mean, I think we knew that dog was going to die, though. 
Um, you weren't. You no, didn't, you didn't see that coming. No, no, I did see that coming, and that's when I first checked. Does the dog die? And so when the scene got really dark, and <laughs> when you looked that one up, was it like, boy, does it? <laughs> <laughs> the whole my whole phone just lit up red and started oozing. Um, no. <laughs> Uh, I looked it up, and so when I figured the scene was coming, I was like, okay, babe, go ahead and close your eyes and plug your ears, and I'll tell you when you can watch the movie again. And Ashley's dad the whole time was like, what? That's the dog? Like, (laughs) (laughs) no fucking way. (laughs) He's fucking crucified. He starts describing it in detail and all that. Yeah, and I was like, yep. Oh, man. This is all Ashley. Watch. Watch. He's like, Bowie, are you watching this? This is going to happen to you if you're not careful. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so, yeah, yeah that, no. makes, that makes <clears throat> a lot of sense. Yeah. And so I, I have to check the website. And so, like, I'm personally not, you know, I don't, I'm not worried about stuff like that. Right. But I do check it because I feel like it's a good little handy tip where it's like, okay, I need to get ready to see a dog die, you know? Mm. And, that's that's fine. I've, I've been Luckily, looking it up since my boy Skip. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> the way the dog dies in this movie is it's just audible, mm-hmm. which it's is off screen death. Yeah, and yeah. which is doable. It's doable. Yeah, yeah, it's acceptable, and I think is uh, I, a lot of the violence is a little uh, off screen in this movie. Mm, we get a yeah. few moments of kind of like shock, but I think overall, so most the, of the murder, all the death happens. Oh, hi hat death. Oh yeah, hi hat's death. Well, we'll we'll get to hi hat's death. No, um, one of the kids dies in the fog at like towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Jerome, yeah, Jerome. That was fucked up because like when we saw Dennis die, oh, we just saw right. like his helmet get crushed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Jerome, we see his like throat like ripped open and his face all and ripped open. Begging yeah. for help. Yeah, and that was like whoa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It really drove home the horror. And but it, like it made you feel like oh, pest could die at any second. Now, and how huh? stupid yeah. of a plan that whole thing was. <laughs> I was like, y'all fucking dumbasses. Why would you fill the entire hallway full of smoke and then walk down it? Because of the smell. It was silly. I thought that was a really silly plan, for sure. Oh, I should have played it. How did y'all bite. feel about the um, the design of the aliens? I loved it. Yeah, I loved the fact. I loved it as well, but I, I especially is the fact that it's like the blackest black that mm-hmm. they can be. I thought that know? that was fucking cool because, like, at first I was like, that's a post like post production trick to yeah. like hide the fact that yes. these are costumes but then they played it into the movie and they like t- actually touch the costumes and you can tell how really black they genuinely were it's like oh <laughs> and that's really cool cuz they they might have actually sprayed these costumes with that blackest black i think it was probably but, a post production yeah. i think, think so? in Oh, I think yeah. in reality, yeah. the it was like that, you know, Definitely. fake Because they said they used CG for, as little as possible. Right. But, and yeah, so gotcha. all they did was probably just layer, like, a lot of effect on it to where it looked really black, um, you know? But I really liked the the um, reveal where they're, like, the eyes, and they're like, I don't think those are eyes, and it yeah. flashes over the teeth, yeah. and we you never really get that trope again, but it was so perfectly revealed that, no, those are their fucking teeth, and then the teeth become the scariest thing in the movie, in my opinion, every yeah. time those things are screaming, you're just like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> I uh, like their scream because it's like almost digital. It's like, blah, 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 you know, it's just like a and weird I, sound. And I had to applaud this movie for doing such a good job of setting up. I didn't expect bigger aliens. I don't know why I didn't. <laughs> I thought it was going to oh, be right? like, like a gremlin situation of a whole bunch of those smaller. The white aliens. Yeah, the smaller white aliens. So when they came down and they were like. They were like, that thing's three times the size. I was like, oh, holy shit. This is going to be like a whole other problem. So it like did a great job of stacking the fear factor for mm-hmm. me through it where I came in like, oh, great. We're going to have to care about all these punks. <laughs> you get the first alien. You're kind of like, okay, that was kind of scary, but we got through it. And then just, I mean, just every t- every next turn, you're like, holy shit. Which, um, I mean, going on the production side of things, they used as much practical effects as they could for right, this movie. Right. They used as little CG as possible. And so I thought it was funny that that, first alien that attacks John Boyega was like a woman mm-hmm. in a suit who like jumps at it. It was like a very small woman and then like a puppet that they kind of like yeah. controlled to like attack him. And it mm. all looks so good in my opinion. I, I thought really all of it looked fucking effects. great. Um, I hate CGI. I and mean, the more yeah. I see stuff like that, the more I'm like, why don't, why can't people just take the time to make movies like this? You have these gigantic fucking million dollar budgets. Just, just do it like this. We should I mean? check the budget on and this. And honestly, one. they would probably save money using practical effects versus CGI. Yeah. Because CGI is super fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. I agree. So there was supposed to be a sequel 
to this movie. That just never happened. Oh, really? And I'm interested on this. So this one, the budget was eight million. Um, mm. Oh wow, it was a box office failure. That makes see that's really? what I would yeah. believe though. Because I mean, it, it, it only opened limitedly here in America. Um, it made half its budget back. Oh, yeah. That's so maybe that's why there was never a sequel. No, I could believe it wouldn't land for a lot of people. You know, this mm. is something that is very culty. It's a, it's something that would take watching it at the right time with the right people or having the right attitude about honestly, movies to really enjoy, you know? Honestly, yeah. Like, there was a few years ago, maybe like five or six years ago, where I was just watching every movie I could get my hands on. But I don't know if I would have liked this movie back exactly. then, you know. But like now, I'm in a completely different mindset with movies. I feel like I'm a, a little agree. bit wiser when I watch. I appreciate movies, movies more. You know, now. yeah. There was a point and where I, I wouldn't want to things and like them to deal with mm-hmm. the kind of dialogue this movie threw at us. Sometimes, yes. you know what I mean. There, uh, there was an age where I'd have been like, I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to listen trust. to trust. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> believe <laughs> trust. <laughs> you know and. And just seeing all that dialogue mm-hmm. makes me believe that, like, oh shit, they influence our culture more than we believe. Actually think. Yeah, trust, yeah. trust. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, did they ever say what, why there was fireworks? The Fourth of July. Man. Oh, there it was. Whatever the celebration was, <laughs> yeah, Fourth of July. Right. So I just looked it up because I don't think they fucking say it in the movie. I thought they did. Because you guys don't seem to remember if they had, I'm right? Not, I can't think of whether they did But not. there was fireworks in this movie. Yes. They had to have mentioned in the Throughout beginning the somewhere through something. So kind of. it's for Guy Fox Night, which, you know, the, anom- omina- the anonymous... What is, how, how am I messing up this word? Anom- oh, my God. Anonymous? Anonymous? You know, v the mask. Vendetta. The Viva Vendetta. That oh, is a, a character oh, yeah. of, of Guy, Guy Fox. Fox. And so this is a night. It's on November 5th. It's and the 5th of November. Yeah. And it's the, they say that in the movie? Remember, yeah. remember the 5th of November. It's when he oh. blows up Parliament in the yeah. movie. Okay. Is on the Fox. That's why he wears that mask. Is cause Oh, V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. Yeah. This oh, is literally the plot okay. for V for Vendetta we're now <laughs> running over. Okay. So, I mean, this is from actual history. Though. Yeah. That's yes. yeah. Th- that's why the book the book is very heavily based around this holiday. Is, oh, I guess, what we're getting at. Okay. You know? okay. That's why he wears that guy's mask. You know, yeah. it's ba- he does it on that day. Uh, By the way, I showed Amber sorry to cut that you movie, off. You and she in loved it. It's what, good. V for Vendetta? Yes. I guess we should do it for the podcast. We could even read the book, too. Yeah, sure. I'm sure it's going to be a fucking novel to read. Okay, so why do they probably. celebrate Guy Fox? Guy I, Fox. Yeah, should on, I sorry. read it? It's uh, it's an annual commemoration. Commem- oh, my God. I can't fucking read <laughs> Commemoration. It. It's a commemoration. Observed on November 5th, primarily in the United Kingdom, its history begins with the events of the 5th of November, 1605 OS... That's weird. 1605 OS. When Guy Fox, a member of the gunpowder plot, was arrested while guarding explosives, the plotters had placed beneath the House of Lords. That's right. He's literally doing... Okay, now I'm remembering so, more and more about V for Vendetta. So yeah. V for Vendetta, just a futuristic version of this story? He, he is like finishing what they started, yeah. basically. Oh, so it's like if the tea party came back in the future and shaved and everybody's more tea. heads and shit like that. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> so they just dumped even all the tea again, you know? We're, um, we're back. This time we're drinking the tea. Well, like, this is very interesting. I don't know jack shit about Great Britain, so. Yeah. Um, it's a it's it's a good movie. I have never read the book, okay. but it's a great movie and that would actually be a cool movie to do on the podcast. We should, already we just told you all about it on this cast. Yeah, so we don't even have to, we don't even have to do one. We just told you the entire plot. Yeah, we should just talk about Attack the Block. Yeah. yeah. So Attack the Block, it, ha- <laughs> it happens on Guy Fox Night, by the way. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know. Um, now we do. <laughs> I know that now. Um, so there's one character that gets stuck in a dumpster after they're uh, like... Biggs. Oh, Biggs, yeah. Biggs. So there's two characters that didn't have real names or nicknames, and it's Pest and Biggs. I learned that because oh, when, yeah, okay. when I was talking about the movie, I was like, they all had like wild nicknames. And then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, I guess only two of them had, yeah. had fun yeah. nicknames. <laughs> I mean, Moses is a cool name. Yeah. Jerome is memorable. Dennis is whatever. Yeah, but, but yeah. I love Pest. Pest. I, I thought Pest was such a good uh, like nickname for that character. Because he's kind of a pest, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Biggs gets trapped in the dumpster the entire time. And it's after 
like a a bike run where yes. they're all on different types they all of get bikes. Split up. That, yeah. yeah, that's where he um he's the one on the moped, right? And he likes <laughs> yeah. falls off of that it. That part frustrated the shit. Runs me, away because they yeah. all kept trying to follow the dirt bike on like other types of vehicles, and I was like, that's not how it works. Yeah. You can do much bigger shit than y'all can do. You can't follow a dirt bike on a moped down two flights of stairs. Yeah. You fucking dumbass. <laughs> I, I found this part very interesting because it was all very slow moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Like it wasn't much of a race. It was just like we're we're moving yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Dina's just stay slightly ahead of them, and we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically, I feel like he could have gotten out of that dumpster if they were that easy to outrun a little bit. Right? I guess so. Yeah, I like that it foreshadowed his jump to the second like flight of stairs. Mm-hmm. From... I thought the alien wouldn't also make it. I yeah. thought that would be the point. So when it also just made it across, I was like, oh, okay. I guess that yeah. jump wasn't that challenging. I mean, but it was a way to find a way out yeah because i mean he was trapped on both sides and it like ended up stumbling because of it like yeah falls down um how did you guys feel about biggs being separated the whole time i thought it was kind of funny yeah i thought it was hilarious and it it gave props and mayhem oh something to do reason (laughs) to like a way to be a part of the main story yeah you know so it really brought those characters in when they said it wasn't water in uh-huh. the super soaker. Dude. Did you, what did y'all think it was? Acid. I thought it was like acid or is something. Did you think it was acid? What did you well, think? Well, because there's some acid. I that... thought it was pee too. So when it was actually something useful. <laughs> it looked like kerosene once he started spraying yeah, it. Yeah, it was like lighter fluid or yeah. whatever. But I was genuinely like, oh, they just filled it full of pee. That's so funny because that's like what little kids would be like, oh, this is a weapon. You know, yeah. like it's a fucking super soaker of u- our urine. Yeah. Um, so when it was actually something useful, I was like, that's that was actually kind of great. That yeah. like really made them come around as like more intelligent gangsters <laughs> as you would assume they are, you know? Um, yeah, no, I I thought it was Chaos. acid. There's certain types of acid that Where will... those two kids have gotten acid? Well, hold on. It, it, let, let Paul Damien talk about There's his magic acid There's certain types of quick. acid that'll like melt human, like biologic material, but they can't burn through plastics. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, like, oh, it could be like an acid of some sort. And we and, then, and we know that uh, fucking Moses' uncle has that underneath his bed. So Probs and Mayhem would have just gone underneath Moses' uncle's bed and gotten that magic acid, right? Yeah. Sure. It's the, stu- <laughs> it's the stuff the uncle was selling, the acid. <laughs> yes. Exactly. That makes so much sense now. That That's how but those things But as soon as they together. started spraying it uh-huh. at the fucking alien... I immediately just clicked in my brain. I was like, oh, they're going to light him on fire. Yeah. I was like, fucking genius. These kids are fucking awesome. I won't lie to you. That was all a surprise to me. I was like, yeah, oh, he's same. on fire now? And I was like, I, okay, I guess it was uh, gasoline or exactly. something. Exactly. I was in the same boat as you where I was like, they're just they're spraying him down with pee. I guess maybe the smell is going to fuck with him or something. God damn it. I love that. Um, what's the white man's name? Uh, oh, Bruce. Bruce. So uh, the Bruce white is me. Bruce would be me throughout <laughs> this entire encounter. True. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so the fucking alien lands on his car, and we don't get that reveal until much later. <laughs> yes. And it, it 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 makes you even think about the conversation he had on the phone with his dad, where it's like, no, it'll be I'll be at the house, you know, tomorrow morning or whatever. Meaning, like, I'm gonna bring you back your car. <laughs> you know, like, I love that he just assumed it's like a pipe bomb or something. Yeah. <laughs> It's like someone bombed my car. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Dude, I love that he's also intimidated by the kids. <laughs> like, I love that they yeah. felt the need to have him in the movie at all. You know what I mean? Because we already have Sam, who I felt it was meant to be like our contrast to them, the other mm-hmm. end of things. Yeah. But then he's like an even greater version of that because he obviously comes from a whole other better part of town. He's yeah. got like his own vehicle. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just wild to see him have to kind of survive these things that I was convinced he was going to die. Oh, really? Big chunks. There were several moments in the movie where I was like, God damn it, they were about to kill him off. And so I was happy to see him survive it and get like a baby like, hey, maybe him and Sam are going to have like a soft romance. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, good for Bruce. <laughs> Um, Which Nick, th- oh, oh, Nick Frost is in this movie. Nick Frost is in this movie. Uh, I thought he was going to die. <laughs> I thought he was going to die too. At um, the time, the biggest actor. Yeah, you know, they were probably super happy to land him for this film. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure he he was like, oh, movie filming in UK, I'll be there. You know, just because yeah. he's in all of them. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> yeah, he just walked on set. They're like, yeah, we probably have like, a role you can do. Oh, comic book about the UK, I'll be there. 
<laughs> yeah. Yep. Once like, in future. He like walked in on set, saw like a long wig, put it on, <laughs> was, like, found a even. found a set of oh, he was just high and already had a long hair. Yeah, and he just walked in, found a set of a weed room, was like, Oh, this is cool. And they were like <laughs> And then they just they just put a camera on him. Yeah, like, you Nick can Kroll you can you can stay. Nick Frost. Nick Ro- Frost. <laughs> you say Kroll? Too many Nicks. Yeah, I said Nick Kroll. Nick Frost. Um, God damn it! What was I gonna say? Nick what Fury. You, Nick Fury. Yes. What'd y'all think of a uh, hi hat song? Honestly, I've been singing I it kind of all week. I cannot stop saying blah blah blah. <laughs> Hit him with the strap. Blah Dude, I love the way they say block, dude. Yeah. Block. I like the block. new. On the block, I know it's On like a block. it's a cultural difference, but you know, for us, a block is kind of like a yeah, like no. a neighborhood block. So I like that it was actually like a big apartment yeah. building, mm-hmm. and that's what the block kind of was. And it, it no, it's a block for me. It kind of <laughs> redefined the the meaning of the movie in the sense I feel like there would be so much more of a connection to ha- when you would live in a building like that, you yeah. know, and then in the need to protect that building as an entity mm-hmm. versus just like this protecting this neighborhood. It's like the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies. You mm-hmm. mess with one New Yorker, you mess with all of us exactly except for it's a block a block and so we we feel that transition from when they rob sam and then later on they're like oh we knew you lived here we wouldn't have robbed you you know (laughs) like oh that's what matters is just that whether i live in this fucking block or not really that's how y'all fucking differentiate these decisions (laughs) i love how they were like oh we gotta get to tia's we gotta get to Tia's, yeah. which is somebody who lives on the block. Yeah, <laughs> in in the block, in, in, in the, the block. block. Yeah, you <laughs> in live the block. in the yeah. block. Yeah. You can live on it. Um, um but yeah, go sorry. But they they're just saying like, oh, like that place is secure. And then Sam's like, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, you just haven't been there. Yeah. And literally, they get there, and it just, and has, it's just, it just has burglar bars. <laughs> As like it just has an extra door outside yeah. the door, basically, it's and they're like, secure. "Yo, it's fucking secure as fuck." <laughs> I don't know uh, who's Tia out of the group, but the one that decides to break the lamp and yeah. then use I it as like I a shocking her, prod. She yeah. says it's her house. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. The door. She's like, "It's my house." I was like, "Dude, that's fucking badass." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Holy shit, way to fucking use your head for a second, dude." Yeah, when she like broke it and started stabbing it, I was like, "What are you doing?" Then I saw the sparks. So I was like, "Oh, it's still plugged in. Cool." <laughs> <laughs> I feel like those girls are maybe the only ones who don't get the, a total pay. I mean, she does a little bit, but the rest of the group doesn't get a full payoff by the end of the movie yeah. so much. I feel like they could have gotten redeemed a little bit more than just being like someone to antagonize our, imagine, our main cast the whole time. Imagine Attack the Block 2 is all about them, and they have to fight all the females looking for the males um, coming back. One of, uh, it's, it's like one Ghostbusters, of but it's the female. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters 2, let's make it. <laughs> Attack the girl block. <laughs> um, no, one of the fun trivia facts that did come up that I thought was interesting, though, was that uh, the writer and director, the line early on when we see them, and they show them the alien, and she's like, oh, I don't want to touch that thing. I don't want to get chlamydia, was a line he got directly from somebody a, oh, a girl like he in, in the real that. world he was asking him like what would you do if you got oh, attacked yeah. and she literally responded like oh i wouldn't want to touch it because i wouldn't want to get chlamydia like and so <laughs> he pulled he really pulled wow. lines like that right off the street and i think that shows how much he was wanting this to be a representation of maybe the culture that was in this yeah. part of, you know in, yeah. of uk there in britain at the south time south london in south london Bruv. you know i have to believe a lot that's who this movie was made for and, yeah. and why you, this would fail in the box offices because, you know, like the South London the crowds are not going to, you know, block, block, block. They're not the ones to fill up the theaters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, but I have to believe they're the ones this movie was made for and the ones mm. who truly love it. But I have to, I would have to believe that now this movie's recognition has to hang heavy on the shoulders of John Boyega and the oh, fact yeah. that his relevance in cinema yeah. now has maybe re- had a reverse effect where this movie's now been elevated to something greater where they're like, look how great he started off, you know, yeah. look at Starboy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Let's Honestly, oh. do this movie, I was expecting, I was like, where's the lightsaber, man? <laughs> exactly. Are going to defeat those aliens yeah. without a lightsaber? It- True. Um, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll finish talking about Attack the Block. <laughs> what? Are we starting? Yes. We're, hey we're back in. We're, huh? What? Are we huh? back? Okay. We're, no. I Hold on. Let me stop it real quick. No. <laughs> I like this. I just stopped it. Are we back? We're back now. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome back. Um, we're talking about Attack the Block from 2011. This is, um, I guess, if you weren't going to college at the time, uh, unknown 
to most people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Because, <laughs> um, like, I was, I, I'd seen a lot of it, and I knew that there was, like, glowing monsters uh-huh. in it. And I knew that John Boyega was in it. Right. Like, especially whenever he was casted in the first Star Wars movie, everyone was like, attack the block star, John Boyega is in the new Star Wars, J.J. Abrams Star Wars. And so I was like, huh, that movie must have mattered more than anyone ever let on. And I think this movie was on Netflix for a huge chunk of time. Wow. And I never heard anyone talk about this fucking movie. I don't ever remember seeing it on Netflix. Yeah. I mean, it was on there for a while, I'm pretty sure. But regardless, this movie, fucking good. Um, mm-hmm. I was I was astonished to see like the acting skill from mm-hmm. these kids. You know what I mean? I felt like even though it, was, it had the air of goofiness, I felt like this was like, Pretty strong portrayal. No, I remember now I what I, I wanted to bring up. You were talking about how, like, the chlamydia line oh, was yeah. something that... Pulls right off the street. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of the armory that the kids had was interviews with kids on the street. Like, what would you have to arm yourself... Against aliens. <laughs> against aliens. And so I'm sure a kid would be like, oh, my samurai sword mm-hmm. hanging above my, my bedroom, like, yeah. bed. You know what I mean? Like, because... We know people that have that, you know? I think, Paul Damien, you have (laughs) a samurai sword, exactly. (laughs) Mine's a prop. Um, I'm sure you'd sharpen it up, you know? Yeah, I mean, I could could still stab something with it. Exactly. (laughs) But um, I'm actually kind of happy you brought this up, because this Uh is kind of going into what I wanted to talk about a little bit, which is um, when those scenes where they're going and getting their weapons. Oh, and we get to the little slice of their life. Yeah, you get just a little bit of each one of their lives, and you, you get it forever. Everybody except for Moses. Yeah. And so that when that happened to me, I was like, oh, what, he's the only one Moses that come from? Yeah, he's the only one that has real problems out of all of them. Oh, he's I guess, actually going yeah. through real problems. Mm-hmm. And problems so bad we can't we're not even allowed to see them right now. Yeah. They're too heavy for us as an yeah, audience exactly. at this point. Yeah. yeah, we'd we'd cry. We'd be like, What the <laughs> fuck? But how could you do this? But it it just goes to show that he's kind of just like trying to do his own thing and mm-hmm. kind of stay strong because these little kids, these younger kids seem to look up to him so much. Oh yeah. And you he know? is supposed to be a little bit older. Well, like yeah. hi hat takes him on. I think that was kind of a big plot twist though, as we find, I mean, not to jump to the, I guess we're already there, but you know, we find out he's 15 years old, you know, yeah. that's like yeah. a big reveal. And for me, that was a big reveal because exactly we're meant to understand. He's like an older kid to all of these, but I think, He's not. He is I think, a, maybe like a year older yeah, than a best. year or two. We're supposed to think he. I the whole time I was under the impre- we're under the impression he's like eighteen. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. He's yeah. like he's like I can see that. aging out yeah. of like high school. He's like I I thought there would really be three to four years between him and these younger kids that have taken him on. So I really mm-hmm. thought they drove that home, making him that age because exactly he acts he's acts so much older than that. Yeah. You know, it really drives. The point of how much he's had to become an adult at such a young and, age yeah, exactly. and his, you know, fending for himself mm-hmm. and even, you know, the, Sam, the character's reaction to it is like, oh, holy shit. Like her entire opinion of him changes mm-hmm. just based on his age. You know what I mean? Right. And the fact that um, he's not some ad- older adolescent who knows better fucking around. He's a kid who's being kind of like thrown into this world. You know, and is just now being affected by it. It does. This movie does a a really cool thing that I really like that it gives chemistry between Sam and Moses that is obviously not sexual. Yeah. Yes. There is suddenly some sort of real connection between these two characters. Maternal for me is what I felt. It's maternal or even just like a guardianship where she's like, holy shit, I need to. I, I have to like somehow protect or like this a sister, kid. yeah, like guide like, him, yeah, exactly, like a guardian. And so I I really loved that because there was one glimpse where they're looking at each other through the window in the back of the the cop car, and I'm like, that felt weird mm-hmm. for a second, but it really gives you the air of like it's obviously not in like a intimate like, exactly. like level of intimacy yeah and so i loved that i was like holy shit this connection of these two characters like in any other movie it in they would have been more relatively aged it would have been a sexual intimate thing where it's like unfortunately oh, yeah exactly and so i i really love that this movie does this and, and, I, and that's such a hard payoff to do is to have characters that come you know that start off 
uh, literally on such opposite ends like that, mm-hmm. you know, coming to the terms the way that they did throughout this movie, I, you mm-hmm. know, and doing it in a way that felt organic and felt good by the end of it and didn't feel real cheesy or any, you know, there wasn't, obviously there was his conflicts that created her, her compassion for empathy yeah. for him in the end, but they're not just like handed to us on a silver platter where he's like, oh, well, I, I had a hard life, you know, like I didn't yeah. get it and all this stuff. Yeah. It's some big monologue where it's like, oh, this is his struggle. They're just very softly rolled out to us. You're right. That moment where we just see his door and not the inside of his apartment speaks volumes, you yes. know what I mean? To being like, oh, yeah, that the other side of the door is a nightmare. Yeah. And it's not even. The reality yeah. is that there's nothing on the other side of that door. And yeah, that but is, that's the sad part. That's yeah. what makes it so <laughs> that's dark. Like, that's like even more depressing than there's mm-hmm. being like a shitty parent in there. Yeah, exactly. like an you know? abusive parent. Because right. so they could have just as easily had made it like super dark with just a TV on in one room and like a drunk dad laying yeah. in a chair. Or the, it could have been our uncle. And it could have been that. And that's just as dark. But I feel like the fact that it was an empty apartment makes it more sense on why he'd be the way he is. Right. You know right. I mean? Where he's obviously having to fend for himself. Fend for himself, but still mm-hmm. have this group of friends that he is so compassionate on protecting and having around because they are his family. He has right. no one else but these boys, you know? Uh, and, so. and going back to, like, their age, um, that that's another thing. Like, it, it does seem like maybe he's just a year or two older than them. Right. Um, but at but that, that age... One, yeah, that one or two year older is enough for Hi-Hat to notice, like, oh, yeah. finally another protege, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, well, more even more than that, like, when you're growing up, like, a 13-year-old is vastly different from a 15-year-old, you know? Like, you, you learn so much at that age yeah. that everything changes. Like, mm-hmm. middle school to high school is and just one grade growth. level... Away, but it's complete. They're completely different. You yeah. know, it's weird. I agree. No, I mean it's it. It does a great job at giving us stru- like kids, mm-hmm. like yes. real kids, real and, kids. And it was a lot of fun too because it's so fucking funny. There's parts where I was like laughing at this fucking movie, and I don't laugh out loud yeah. too much. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, and I think it all goes back to Joe Cornish and his giving a damn on making these characters genuinely off the streets of south london you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> um so did you guys ever think biggs was gonna die yes i thought Biggs. i thought was he gonna was gonna die. die like when he peaked up and then it started hitting it i was like oh he, they're gonna have an off-screen death and i was like they're gonna show somebody calling him and blood on the phone or yeah. something i was very confused by biggs's entire situation hit the big thing that happened with him beyond just obviously getting rescued by the boys yeah um was when he calls dennis post dennis death we see any guy like, calls him and is like, hey, th- this is going, I called everybody and I'm trying, and I'm like, oh no, that's who he talked on the phone with earlier, so that's obviously who he'd call back and he, that boy not alive no more. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. Like, and it's I don't like think showing Dennis how... told anybody where Biggs was either. Uh, no, yeah, right? exactly. I don't that's even think right. he communicated where he was. And so he's like, why is no one rescuing me? Yeah. <laughs> but they're obviously in their own bullshit. Um, but that I liked that because it gave like a level of uh, detachment to like mm-hmm. where he was, you know, and, like mm-hmm. so that, that was like an emotional pull just by that for me where I was like, dang, like he's literally calling the dead friend right now. I mean, there was even times where... I forgot Biggs was in the garbage. <laughs> you kind of forget like, about yeah. it. Yeah. And then they returned to it. And I was like, holy shit. He's still in this predicament. Mm-hmm. You know, these fucking monsters have carved open like fucking plaster and shit. You would think they'd claw open the top the of dumpster. the plastic dumpster yeah, or like exactly. the top where it's plastic. Well, um, oh, I, well, I was going to say, the only thing I could argue to that is it's where we come to realize it's not even like intelligence that they're like reacting right. to so much. It's just like pure instinct. And so it's just yeah. kind of like an animal butting its head against a wall that it doesn't fully understand. It's like there's something in here. Yeah, The only time we ever see them bursting through a door is something that are quite literally bursting through yeah. it so that's like really their only tactic i don't you know i don't want to believe they're not even smart enough to consider like oh maybe i should like claw this <laughs> yeah, for a there's, minute there's you know? somehow this opens yeah, yeah. Or, or like the all the scenes with the glass where they're just staring oh my god all the window scenes through the, through the glass yeah but they're kind of just like sniffing around it they're not attacking just yet yeah you know God, they look so fucking cool. These they look yeah. so good. They, they look like uh, little gorillas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I pulled a quote from this movie for my soundboard, Ooh. if you guys want to hear it. That's what we're going to do after this. Are you going to click the right one? Go home. What's Naruto? That's what I'm going to do after we do this podcast. I, yeah. Honestly. Go home. What's Naruto? Honestly, I, <laughs> that sounds just like Israel Adesanya as well. Who's that? Is a, he's a UFC fighter. Oh. And he... Um, Go home. What's Naruto? He loves Naruto. <laughs> so, uh, that, yeah. Do you remember when he says this in the movie? 
Yes. Yeah, he says it to Probs and, and Mayhem. Man, yes. <laughs> he says a lot more, but I cut out the middle part. I just wanted to go home watch Naruto. No, it's go good. Go home watch Naruto. <laughs> That's how we're going to end our episodes now. <laughs> All right, guys, and I guess it's time to... Go home watch Naruto. Thanks, John. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, let's talk about Hi-Hat and how... Yes unbelievably blunt this this guy i didn't mean to use blunt (laughs) the fact that he he's like the aliens are second nature like secondary that's his second problem no matter how (laughs) much more and more apparent they become throughout it yeah Yeah, he's he he obviously thinks that moses is like (laughs) controlling the aliens yeah (laughs) and he's like fuck it this fucking guy respect (laughs) comes first guys so he gives moses Coke? Oh, is it crack? Coke or crack? Either one of those. Cocaine. Yeah, Yeah. a white a white drug, (laughs) mostly used by white people. A white people drug. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Honestly, and so he puts it in a sock. Um, It was amazing to me how quickly this movie moves. Yes, because it was like. Scene, like two scenes later he gets stopped by the cops and they take the coke off of him as soon as he started getting stopped by the cops i was like fuck mm-hmm. the yep. coke and then you immediately see them reach into his sock almost like they knew it was there yeah <laughs> they ask sam like will you go around the block with us yeah block yeah and they set block. it up really well no yeah. but yeah they they ask her to do that and it her response i remember thinking was she said something like are you serious like like almost saying no like i don't want to i thought she did say no and so when she was she was in the car i was like oh shit she did it yeah okay (laughs) here we go (laughs) (laughs) no but to me that was that was the perfect ticket to force this this character to come along you know where it's like when they enter her apartment i was fucking pissed off with her i was like fuck how did you let them into your apartment with you like literally that point i was like god damn it i was like on an equal level of stress with her i feel like where i was like get out of my house we can do this i will deal with you all but get out of my house you know (laughs) yeah I, i i found it very interesting the way that this movie continued to move and keep bringing her along which i thought was Mm -hmm. very well done you know what i mean especially like those two scenes exactly Mm -hmm. where she's forced back into it because she chooses to like go out and look for him yeah and then she's forced back into it again because she's fucking taking her sweet ass time to get back into her apartment it's like (laughs) hurry the fuck up and get home and then and then even after that she tries to run away on her own Here's the creatures, and she's forced back into it again. <laughs> and she's like, I'm coming with you guys. Yep. I don't understand why she doesn't see her apartment as a safe place after that point. I don't know. Well, I mean, the aliens do break in there, and they, yeah. they like, fuck some shit up. Um, I thought it was pretty hilarious whenever hi-hats, once again, just second secondary aliens brush them off my shoulder. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> I'm shooting at these guys right now. And she was like, who the fuck is shooting at us? <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine being her where you're like, first I get mugged, then there's aliens, and now there's another guy trying to shoot at us? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Worst way, night ever. The way he dies was probably the most gruesome death that we got. I have, yeah, probably, oh I fuck so. yeah! It, there was prosthetics where yeah. we get to see his like nose removed and shit. Yeah, like that. that's where right. It's like they would swipe across it, which beautiful, beautiful cinematography. Angle, yeah, beautiful cinematography that they got there. Um, just having it just swipe by his face and just a little chunk going yeah. going here and there every time they swipe by. Yeah, that was wonderfully thought out. I want to say real quick, Joe Cornish. Great job. Straight up. <laughs> um, nice weird one. claps. There is one more thing I wanted to bring up, and it's blanking from me now. But, um, oh, Hi-Hat and his, he calls two more homeboys to come and help him out. Right. And they end up getting stuck in an elevator with an alien. And as it was going down, and you just hear the screaming and everything. And I was like, dude, how badass. I was thinking to myself, how bad at us. Oh, how badass would it be if hi hats came out all bloody as fuck? And dude. sure enough. And Bruce. Yeah. That is our, that's our reveal. Yeah. I was kind of like, I, I was kind of happy because I, I was like, oh, the alien killed all of them. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's cool for the kids. And then I saw Hi-Hat and I was like, this is also cool. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it makes you feel him as a little bit more of a threat. A threat. And definitely Mm -hmm. in that moment where it's like, oh, he survived that encounter. Holy shit. You know? Yeah. Um, Because like he's he's literally just like 
I don't have time for these fucking aliens. Like, I'm going after Moses, you know? I I like that he was, he even says, like, oh, they're weak. I put them down with, like, two or three shots. It's like, yeah, you could fucking do that to almost anything. (laughs) Anything. (laughs) But you have to respect him for being uh, very focused and passionate on what he wants to get done. Very dedicated man. Very dedicated guy. Rest (laughs) in peace, hi-hats. Rest in peace. The two kids that aren't Tonks and hi-hats other boys, um... Dennis and Jerome, mm-hmm. they die. Our death boys. They die so yeah. sadly, honestly, because Jerome's whole or no, Dennis's whole thing is he shoots fucking is it Probs or Mayhem's gun, which they thought was just like a oh, little yeah. like thirty eight oh, special, yeah. and it's just a cap gun. It ends up being a toy. It's, which, which when that happened, that kind of attributed to some thinking like, oh, maybe it is just water or in piss, the fucking yeah. water, gun. right? Yeah. And so when he pulls the gun and he's like, oh, fuck, it is a toy. And then he gets mauled because of it. He can't defend himself. That's such a fucking bummer. And then Jerome gets fucking jinkies, jinkied, where she loses his glasses. I can't see. (laughs) I can't see without my glasses. (laughs) But no, it really sucks for him because I I can believe that you would get very... if, they, if for being in such a smoky area, you yeah. get very lost like that, turned and around. all the noise and he turn kept around. turning back yeah. and forth, back and forth, and I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, he's just going." It's because you're freaking out. They're like behind you, they're in front of you, and then mm-hmm. every it's that, voices are echoing down the hallway. And so homeboy, point, yeah, you can't like, even just tell where they are anymore. <laughs> a fucking pest, yeah. yeah, yeah. So no, I mean, I thought they did a good job making both of them very sympathetic deaths. Uh, yeah. I mean, Jerome was an enjoyable character, but Dennis was kind of like our our shittiest of the group. I thought Dennis you know? was like at first, I thought he was going to survive. Um, because the helmet, and then I started, then it pans to the thing actually biting his head, and you start seeing blood drip yeah. down. And I was like, oh he's shit. Like, ah. yeah. yeah. I was like, no. Even then, I was like, he's a kid. They're not going to kill him. I thought yeah. it was pretty you know? gruesome of them to have it like bounce over the girl's heads and like into the room above them. Almost like, like, he, ah. like, yeah, just ripped off the yeah, entire just head. Just like yeah. tossed it to the side. Wolf. It's that good. was, yeah. And I- it was alien, not a wolf. <laughs> Um, the, uh, what else can we talk about? I know that let's talk about the ending, um, where oh, the cops wait. show up. No, let's talk about right before that. Oh, Caramons. where they were, where Moses. I mean, we kind of already talked about it, like the smoke in the hallway and everything, mm-hmm. but those scenes leading up to the smoke in the hallway where they shoot the fireworks mm-hmm. down oh, the right, hallway yeah. and Moses goes running out and they're like chasing him and shit. That's a badass fucking scene. It is cool. Yeah. I like that like, a lot. I thought the pheromones were, were my favorite one. a good out for like what was going on. I thought yeah, they, they foreshadowed was, it Yeah. Too. And they did such a like soft job of foreshadowing with Bruce watching the TV. Um, mm-hmm. And so when that all happened, it's like, oh, that's that makes sense i can i can digest that and accept that as why these things are happening to such a controlled group of people even Mm -hmm. not just the area but like the fact that it seems to only be affecting our characters like you know there's everybody else seems very oblivious to an alien invasion going on even though there's probably alien fucking bodies everywhere (laughs) the scene where we see them all climbing up the yeah you really get the grasp of their numbers was wild for me to be like how is no one realizing this is fucking going on because they're pitch black man Um, because also guy fox night but yeah, oh, it, yeah. <laughs> and it's all just a great setup to have Moses be like the hero in yeah. that moment. Um, and I thought, I, I mean, I thought it was a little silly where he's like jumping out of the, it was. And has like, it has it like a backpack, cool. you yeah. know? I thought um, it was cool. But I, yeah, I thought, um, I thought all of it was great and him like going and using his empty apartment as the place to like uh, finish him, him off was great setup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, here's an em- a big old empty room. We've established that he can use. Um, so there was a lot of really smart writing to like finish this Narrow movie, yeah, to yeah. finish this movie off and really have it be satisfying. And, um, there not be a whole lot of loose ends, you know, yeah. it, but it just is be easy to be like, Oh, this one alien survived or there were two females, you know, yeah. like whatever <laughs> they could do to easily uh, have a sequel that we right. should have probably gotten. It's a bummer that it, I'm sure that didn't happen due to the, the floppiness well, I of mean, this film. The fact that it took us 10 years to watch it kind of pays. It speaks volumes. Yeah. yeah. Um, there is the moment where uh, Moses is hanging outside of his apartment uh-huh. and he's like hanging onto a flag that was hanging like on the on the banister or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he's missing a shoe and it made me think, oh, if I had to climb up a building and like try to save my life, I think I would rather not have one shoe on. I feel like I'd have a better grip with my toes, one foot. <laughs> like pressed up like against a brick, better than I could guessing where the tip of my shoe would be. This you know what I, I mean? I would, I would, <laughs> I would imagine as well 
But then you have to think about the fact that, yeah, he was missing a shoe, mm-hmm. but he still had a sock on, which yeah. has no grip at all. I disagree. No, that's not true. I uh, think there's probably more on friction. A, there's on a more horizontal. Yeah, I mean, but on a vertical okay. surface? the bricks were, you know, they're bricks, yeah. and they're from my experience in this department. Uh-huh. That's how I broke my foot at Fifty Fourth Street. Was that I got dared to change a light bulb without a ladder no. and so i took my shoes off for the exact reasons you just said you just have so much grip but i kept my socks on this is where you're wrong i mean because <laughs> um, I mean, it worked totally fine i mean i could gr- agree you broke your foot but, i don't think okay, it worked totally you don't have fine. to yell but not because of it my socks um and so i easily scaled the wall the problem was i reached a point where there was no real convenient way for me to go back down and so i just jumped like eight feet Right. back onto the hard tile floor and that's how i broke my foot because when i hit the floor i just like cracked it you know well if you didn't have your socks on would you would have been. been able to slide down <laughs> definitely been able to no that's not hand. true either <laughs> no. i would have probably jumped still you know? you're right he would have been able to slide with well, the socks because so they're slippery all of exactly. this all of this defends my point because i said climb up a thing yeah not come down exactly so <laughs> well, yeah with the shoelessness is definitely made it easier to sail because you get them you get them well monkey, not for him monkey feet who who Jerome or John Boyega? Mo- Moses? Yeah, John Boyega. Why? Didn't he climb up? Yeah, he's fine. He Barely. survived. <laughs> it didn't help him. Okay, well, all I was going to say was, <laughs> and then the cops show up. And then the cops show up. How, and then the cops show up. How real? Everybody's saying it. They, they show up after everything's done and they're not needed anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're and too they, close to home. They arrest uh, Pest, Nick Frost, Brewis, and Moses. Mm-hmm. And not Sam. Even though she was definitely in the weed and, room with and, them. Yeah. So it's just interesting to see how that goes. And then the, the cops. Biggs. Yeah. <laughs> the cops are. Uh, yeah. Because Biggs is out there. He, he made it out because of our boys. Our little boys. Go home. Watch Naruto. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but anyway. No. All I was going to say was the cops then say like. Okay. You can identify them now to Sam. And Sam's like. They're my neighbors. Those boys saved my lives. Or my life. I don't know. She might have multiple lives. She's um, a cat. She is a cat. Um, I and everyone started chanting Moses, and I literally cried. Oh, really? I literally cried watching this. You're movie. happy for these characters yeah. of having made it this far in such a in a night. You know what I mean? And yeah, just, but I, it's the, they're these kids that all they do is just fucking survive. Survive. They smoke right. weed. They take things. They they you know bust people's balls and. You know, at the end of the day, they're the heroes, even though it's all kind of caused by them, mm-hmm. you know, because like I, I like that Moses takes a lot of the responsibility. He's like, I killed that alien. I have the pheromones all over me. I, it's my it's fault. Like, who wouldn't have killed that alien in that situation? Right, exactly. You know? like, yeah. And so like I, I, on one end, I'm like, yeah, but you also had to survive. Well, they kind of chased it. I down. was about to say, wait, they kind of do yeah. like to <laughs> yeah. down and intentionally beat the shit out of it and murder it, but. I mean, it started it. Yeah, it did start it. (laughs) Anyway, like, this movie just ends really well. And we that's all the payoff we get, you know, is that they're Pest and and Moses are just in the back of the bully van, as they call it. And the crowd's cheering and and chanting his name. And that's the fucking end of the movie. Mm -hmm. I thought it was fucking dope. They go to jail. (laughs) I mean, probably. I love open-ended movies like that. Yeah. Cause, Cause, then it just gives me the option to be like, oh yeah, they they got out afterwards and they uh, they got recruited by the government and they <laughs> actually they're men in black now. Yeah, they actually fought off even more aliens after that. God damn it! That's in, actually what Attack the Block Two is about. They're part of the same department as uh, Chris Hemsworth and uh, Tessa Thompson. And Tessa Thompson. They're the English uh, men in black. International English um, men on block. Men in block. Men in block. Oh no! <laughs> All right. How many uh, how many skulls do y'all rate this uh, this movie? Oh, is that our our rating system <laughs> for horror movies? Still just a movies? five. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Paul Damien, you go first. Uh, I'll I'll give it a four. A four. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so you did like this movie? Yeah. Well, it it, it has a lot to do with um, the I guess the cinematography cinematography mm-hmm. and just kind of some of just in general, the choices that they took with uh, the scene by scene 
and just the characters that they pick, the yeah. people to play those characters. I thought the cast was amazing. Yeah. Um, but on top of that, I just loved this movie. Yeah. I, I really did. I'm really bummed out I haven't watched it before. Um, I'm probably going to go home and make Amber watch it with me tonight. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah, it's a good one. I recommend it to everybody. Um, do, you, do you want me to go next? Okay. Um, last week we did Snatch, mm-hmm. another very British movie about <laughs> South yeah, we're London. we're just keeping it very British right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I, I liked that movie a lot because of, you know, how, how much fun it was, how many characters there were, there Mm -hmm. were, I feel like this, that movie was a little bit better than this movie in the sense of content. Um, but I think the content was better in this movie than Snatch because I feel like it had a more definitive thing to say. Right. Um, so it, it is, it is a toss up for me, but one thing that I really like about both of these movies, um, is the runtime. Mm-hmm. An hour and 30 minutes. They get so much shit done in 90 minutes, yeah. And it's almost like, fuck, is the the UK more, like, economical when it comes to fucking wasting our time? These, <laughs> these, these <laughs> efficient films. Awesome. Yeah. What'd the, you say? The pacing in both of these movies are amazing. I mm-hmm. agree, yeah, completely. Um, last week, I gave Snatch a 3.9. I think I'm going to follow along with this one, but for entirely different reasons. Where I love the content in Snatch, I think the content in this movie is much more concise. Hmm. So, 3.9 for me. What did I give Snatch? You gave it a 4. Gave it a 4. <laughs> I'm just thinking, for the because that's actually relevant. You're, that's such a good... It's funny to, that we literally did two very uh, South London yeah. kind of films back-to-back like this. Um, and you're right. It's like interesting to com- to think about how these both these movies were so short and uh but yet got so much done and it's like and not even them being you know economical and efficient over there so much as us just being fucking time wasters you know (laughs) over here is really what it comes down to and having to like fucking puff up things that don't need it you know um but i would i think i'm gonna give this movie a 3.8 okay i'm gonna put it just Mm. below snatch because Snatch for me is so close to my heart. I think mm-hmm. it's just more sentimental for me. That's I, fair. I'm I'm gonna watch that movie probably another twenty times before I die. You know. Uh, I don't even remember what I gave Snatch. Let me look it up. I think you gave it a three point five. Yeah. yeah, that sounds right. I think you gave it kind of a low ball, right. but that's okay. Uh, I don't think three point five is that low. That's like that's a not. seven out of ten. None of us have ever gone below three, so it's. I don't. Take... Uh, I don't know. You want me to go back? Did you do a two or something? Uh, let's check. So I don't think I have. I think one of I us has given us like three point two. Oh, let's see, let's see. I think there's a three point two from me for Event Horizon. Yeah, my Event Horizon <laughs> had to be low too, right? Yours was three point five. Surprisingly, Damn. I gave Event Horizon a four. I remember that. I yeah, you, you did. did. Yeah, I oh New Mutants. We both gave it a two point five. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Which also Event Horizon is one of those movies like like we were saying it's a cult classic. Yeah, so it's like. How you were saying you've never heard of anybody that's uh, seen Attack the Block. Yeah. That's how I've been for years about Event, Event Horizon. Horizon. <laughs> I, I can never meet somebody that's seen that movie unless well, I fucking make you've them you've met us it. now. Here we all are. So. I, I, I just met you guys today. <laughs> but yeah, so 3.8 for the fact that this movie is honestly great in so many ways. Uh, I mean, the production value is fan, or is fan, or the production they managed to pull off for the, right. the, the budget they had is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right. The cast is like almost like perfectly handpicked to be these parts. And mm-hmm. um, the I dialogue. Have, it uh i have to in the dialogue just fucking lands you know what i mean you just you want to hear more of them talk you know yeah trust but uh i just i have to wonder what it was like to be john boyega and making this film and you know to imagine you know or even think back to it now and just imagine like going from such a low budget alien film to probably the biggest budget alien film you can ever dream of being in you know and what a transition that would have been literally the guy from attack the block is in star wars now it's like what the fuck i mean (laughs) if you think about the original trilogy much of those actors same story Mm -hmm. but you know yeah it's 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 cool i fucking love it um so yeah so 3.8 from you um oh i just want to talk about runtimes real quick oh yeah so this movie, we we praise it for having a nice, concise runtime, and and we get everything we need from that runtime mm-hmm. too. Um, a rumor, not a rumor, but apparently they did test screenings for the Batman, Matt Reeves, the Batman. It's like three hours long. It's three hours long. I did hear yeah. about that too. I was I heard that 
people were theorizing, or not theorizing, but expecting mm-hmm. only two and a half to two hours and 45 minutes to make Once it it's theaters. finally cut. Yeah. Yeah. And then there will probably be like a three hour or longer like DVD cut. release. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Um, I just like, we talk about this right now, like this yes. runtime, an hour and 30 minutes. And we're like, yeah, love it. But then I think about the Batman and it's like. That's going to be two of this movie. I could sit that long for that though. Yeah, I and, mean, I've I've done it with all the Hobbit movies. Yeah, for sure. I you mean, know? we've all done it for I mean, all the Hobbit Lord of the Rings and Hobbit, Hobbit yeah. movies. <laughs> we've we Paul Damien, we've all had our trials and tribulations with the Hobbit movies. We know, we get it. We know the horrors of the Hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like y'all are making fun of me. No, Paul Damien, we have all struggled with Hobbits. Okay. <laughs> They're uh, fucking everywhere, man. No, but I, I'm just trying to say that the, the Batman, um, yeah. I could definitely sit for a three-hour movie, mm-hmm. and I would still probably love it. But at the end of the day, like, next time, give me two, two one of those one-and-a-half-hour yeah. movies of the Batman. And release them at the same time. <laughs> release them, like, six months apart. Not even. No, a month apart. <laughs> I, because you guarantee... That next month, people are going to go watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, you, that's true. Like, no. honestly, let's be honest. I mean, to talk on that a little bit, I think that's something I'm struggling with the more and more older I get is getting a little bit of like... Uh, Acclimated? Well, getting a little like winded halfway through oh. long movies like that. Mm-hmm. And like, it's why I almost don't want to see them in theaters because I'm you one who wants to really down. invest in a movie when I'm watching it. But like, and at two hours into a three hour movie, I'm kind of like... <sighs> You know, I'm like having a hard time. Like, there's a point where I kind of want to pause the film and get up and stretch yeah. my legs and, you know, get a drink and go to the bathroom. It's like, um, I think they're, they're kind of mountains to climb. Um, and I just think that, uh, I think that's something that movies need to, in my opinion, I need to lean away work. from. You're yeah, right. Work I around. think having two 90 minute Batman movies that came out the same year could be much more marketable for them and more exciting for us. Like yeah. we get a Batman movie in the spring and in the fucking fall. And technically they could make twice as much money. Because yeah. I know that's what Pirates of the Caribbean did once. They, the, yeah. they had like a year not, apart. They, they came in like at the same year. I think really? if you look at them, they had like the same. Like the beginning of the year. Yeah, the one the came year. out like oh. very beginning and the other one came out fall of the same year. And it's. Uh, but I can almost guarantee you those movies didn't matter to nobody ever. But my more my point those being, <laughs> they definitely mattered to lots of people, especially the first three. I enjoyed three. those movies. You know? Yeah, but it definitely wasn't the first three that did that. Yeah, it is. No. It's the, first, it's the second. It's the second and third. No way. Uh-oh. Absolutely. It's Dead Man's Chest Uh-oh. and. We're gonna battle right now. We are. <laughs> it's Dead Man's Chest and At World's End. If it may have been, I forgot what I was looking up. I was about to Pirates look up. The I was about to look up Spider Man. <laughs> so yeah, Dead Man's Chest and At World's End came out 2006 and 2007. So that's like I think Infinity it, War to End. They they were less than like eight months. I know they were incredibly close together because I remember it being a big deal when those films came out. Um, whether they were like, you know, it was literally less than a year, I guess is my point. If they weren't quite literally in the same release year beyond all of that, those movies did matter to people. I can't believe you'd say that. There's some, you're you're going to get us, you're going to get us burned down. Oh, yeah. now you're literally looking up release days. Yeah. yeah I'm uh, doing it too. You're curious, <laughs> July fine. 7th. You just want to make me a liar. You're a liar. <laughs> you already are. And July 7th. They came out exactly, exactly a year one year from, from so, each other. Not Infin- even a year. Infinity See? War and yeah. Endgame. Is it did the same thing? Yes, it came out exactly one year apart, if not a, yeah, by a couple but, days. And it, Pirates of the Caribbean did it first. Okay. Beyond all of this, the point I was trying to fucking I'm get not to arguing <laughs> in this is that those movies were shot at the same time. No. They shot them all in a single sequence, and mm-hmm. that's what they can do. That you know what I yeah. mean? Like they don't need to. They can shoot two movies at the exact same time and then break them up and split them into two, and it's just as exciting, if not more, for people than yeah. getting one Batman movie every three or four agree. years. You know, Infinity War and Endgame did that, and they probably got it from pirates because the first pirates movie did fucking gangbusters for mm-hmm. almost no reason, mm-hmm. and it astonished Disney. So they're like. Bang him out. Get us more. I mean, you Jonathan know? Depperman. You know, he's like, people love him. <laughs> um, I could never give a fucking single shit about this movie. I know. <laughs> we should do them for the podcast. They're all right. They're all right. I, I enjoy them. Yeah. Like, I can watch them, but I'm not like, dude, fucking Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> tattoo over here. Dude. You know? like Pirates, bro. Yo. Bro, pirates, though. Yeah. Yo, Jack Sparrow. Hey, pirate life for me. Kira Knightley. <laughs> Right. So next week we are talking about Shang Chi. Yep. Because it comes out this weekend as Woo! of the time of this yeah. recording. So. I'm going to be watching it on Friday. 
gotcha. that one I two will... hours and 12 minutes it's only coming out in theaters right yeah. yep okay, i will probably cool, be cool, seeing cool. it on sunday because i'm off so okay um yeah. i promised amber that i would take her to the movies this weekend so well well does she care to see shang chi <laughs> doesn't matter we're going to the movies <laughs> she, she wanted to go to the movies if y'all haven't seen it uh disney plus released like a little 13 minute uh oh. short movie that basically gets their oh about get the out mandarin of, that's their get out of jail free card uh for the mandarin it's ben kingsley's character coming in like that, doing an interview yeah yeah it's, in and prison. it's for it's, it's with shield and and then the real mandarin shows up well it's 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 shield doing the interview but then a member of the 10 rings actually shows that up that came out yeah. like a few years ago really yeah that's that's old oh well they put it up the, yeah it, I, as a i'm glad that they put it up to kind of and i like it because it's basically a get out of jail free card for them uh to basically be like oh he wasn't the, the mandarin so they did they literally did that a few years ago that's so funny yeah um, it came out before infinity war dude i it's just been... saw it yeah. <laughs> like yeah. yesterday i'm pretty sure what do you mean you've seen it it's brand new <laughs> <laughs> okay well thank so. you guys for listening uh follow us on instagram that's in the show notes yeah. uh next week we're talking about shang chi we'll see you for a little bit of mortal Kombat. Uh, we'll see you then or we'll see you on another time <laughs> what <laughs> this is my blog